You're listening to the PCAST presented by CDE Lightband. Each week we take you around all speed, the athletics department, occasionally the OVC, thanks to our good friends at CDE. CDE Lightband offers electricity, internet, video, and voice services with blazing fast speed and superior performance with the additional convenience of a 24-7 local support and bundling all your utilities into a single bill. Thank you to our friends at CDE and thanks to you, our listeners. I'm Colby Wills and he is Casey Krieger. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin podcast, a podcast being observed by a snoozing baby, hopefully for its duration the podcast duration not the babies that would be a very long podcast indeed casey how are you now good and you not so bad i guess we have to mention the baby probably got to mention the baby boy it's, it's really something to let two people like us adopt a baby together huh i guess i mean the pcast has an official child yep yep well, this is this is the official baby of pcast llc no i would never uh trust casey to one be a life partner and two be a parent <laughs> <laughs> Tough but fair. Tough but fair. <laughs> oh, uh, my wife and I added uh, a little girl presently snoozing. We're gonna we're gonna run through this real quick, so hopefully we can keep it that way. But uh, Caroline Jane, she's uh, doing very well. At the moment, she's sleeping. At the moment, she's sleeping. I'm gonna just go ahead and get the passy in hand for whenever it's time to stick it back in her mouth. In other real life news, yeah, Casey's a real boy now. Woo. Hired full time, July one. July one. Yep. That July one. <laughs> With benefits and everything. Yeah. First paycheck hitting real soon. How, how's it been so far, buddy? Nothing's changed yet. I haven't got paid. That is that going to be the part that changes? Not that you're going to try harder or do more. I. Mean, we'll see. We'll see. Cool. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Maybe the only one of those big boy checks you get. Then. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the uh, the Austin penis of the last three weeks, month. I yeah. don't know. It's been a hot minute since we did one of these, and there's lots to go over, beginning with the blatant, nay, I say the horrid, horrid. disrespect shown the Austin football team in the Ohio Valley Conference preseason poll. I'm sick to my stomach. Honestly, I am too. I'm disgusted. I'm astounded in all the wrong ways. I'm embarrassed for this conference and the people that voted in this preseason poll. They got some things right. Draylon Ellis, preseason offense player of the year. Correct. Cordell Jackson, preseason defensive player of the year. Also correct. Ten Governors, preseason all OVC. Correct. Second place, preseason predicted. Not just outright second place, which, yeah... Fine. I could almost see my way. Tied. Uh, with Simo. Tied for second. Even worse, we're behind Murray. Behind Murray, tied for second with Simo. Disgusting. Hey, can you tell me uh, what happened in those games? Uh, well, we beat Simo, and we beat Murray. But I would also like to remind you how your preseason OVC favorite, you can't see the air quotes on the podcast, but they're there, uh, Murray State on a two-game losing streak. That's, well, that's your preseason champions, everybody. Well, you know. Well, who did Murray State beat last year? They beat SEMO. That was their only good win. Their other wins were Tech, Tennessee State, Martin, and who else is in this conference that played football last year? EK. Nope, not EKU. They lost to us in Jacksonville State. Right. They beat Tech, Martin. State. State. SEMO. There's one more. EIU. They beat EIU. 
So yeah. Ooh. No, they didn't even play uh, you, did they? Yeah, they did. They were five and two. That's right. They yeah. won their first five against the bottom of the OVC. Then they lost to the two only only two real teams they played. Well, you know that's a. Uh, Listen, it's listen, disgusting. When Murray it's State disgusting. when Murray State comes into Fort Terry Stadium, oh, and it happened. We all know what's going to happen. And when it happens, I've got all, I've got all the tweets saved, and uh, I'll hand out customized body bags after that game. Oh yeah, we we've, we've got all the receipts, and we cannot wait to return them. I cannot wait. It's actually going to be the best day ever. I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking I, forward to I, it. I honestly. I have not looked forward to a football game more in a long time. And that's including last year at this time. We weren't even sure we were going to play football again. I think we should let Cordell go both ways on that one just to really prove a point. Just Let him play quarterback. Let him handle extra yeah, points. Well, Draylon can play quarterback. Let's let's get, just we, we'd win in, anyway. Well, it's fine. Yeah, it's probably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I whatever he wants to do, we're going to win. And this is bit with all the disrespect possible towards yeah, the Racers. I could not possibly have more disdain in my voice right now. Like, this was – when I saw there's, this – There's no respect to Murray State. This yeah, is all disrespect yeah, to Murray when State. When I saw this, I was like, I'm hallucinating. Like, this is the short parental sleep thing happening right now. And, like, there's going to be a multicolored dragon appear in a minute. And I'm – I just assumed that I this was the byproduct of you know never sleeping longer than eleven consecutive minutes at a time. No, no, nope. no. It nope. is it is a fact. It is true, and it is wrong. <sighs> anyway, in other news, the NCAA granted Austin P a one hundred thousand dollar OSP grant. Yeah, we'll take that. We will take that. And what is that? I don't know. You don't know. You're supposed to know. I do know. I know the next thing. It's the NCAA Accelerating Academic Success Program Initiative Grant. Austin P. one of only 13 Division I institutions to receive that grant for the 21-22 academic year and will use the grant to fund tuition and fees for student-athletes participating in summer school programming. Getting them kids graduated. Just a reminder, Murray State probably didn't get that. I mean, Murray State probably can't read. Yeah, I mean they got the, they got the email. And was like, well, this says academics. It's junk. Yeah. Other news. Yeah, Murray's catching a whole bunch of strays in the first eight <laughs> minutes of this. Just, just some, just some ricochet shots at the racers today. Uh, our very own coach Taylor Mott is going to be the head coach of the Southern Region Volleyball Association. Um, the Southern Region High Performance Program. There's a girls select national team. They're going to have a camp, and then they're going to go play in the USA All-Star Championships down in Orlando. And, all, uh, all that seems pretty fun and pretty neat. Coach Mott's going to lead our, our region, it seems. And honestly, I don't think yeah. you pick anybody better. Yeah. Who, who else would you have doing yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, you're not going to pick anybody else from this conference because they're not winning as many titles as her. I mean, you're not going to pick anybody else from this region. I mean, all I'm, I, don't know, I don't know much about this tournament. I don't know much about this team, but... Uh, I'll tell I you know what. that if they're being led by Taylor Mott, it's probably... If Mott's running the show, yeah. then uh, everybody else is in trouble. I wonder if she's taking Trav you, with you her You guys better this. hope she doesn't bring Trav, because then you're in real big trouble. I mean, that may be the only thing that holds it back, really and truly, when you think about it. <laughs> in other news, whilst we've been away, Cosida handing out its academic all-district honors. A quartet of governors. Four of them. Four of them, which is how you get to a quartet. Yeah, Correct. Yeah, good, th- that good, is... Good work. Well, well done. For those of you who didn't know what a quartet was. That is that Austin education coming straight to the forefront. That's why I was never a co-side academic all-district selection like these four. I wouldn't think it was the academics that would have held you back. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Maybe it was the athletic part. <laughs> anyway, TJ Foreman, Jenna Panning, 
Emily Moore and Lexi Osowski all. No, no, it's a good thing. Don't yell. Congrats to our high-achieving governors on well-deserved academic honors and academic excellence. Jenna's the first-ever beach volleyball player in program history to be Coastside All District. Jenna's getting one of those first-ever in beach volleyball yeah, history she is. things. Uh, well, I mean, she's one of the only two to play all four years of it, so. Still, though, well-deserved well for deserved, her. Very well-deserved. Well-deserved for all our governors. And we will wrap this up and welcome in Michael Treadwell of the Austin Peay Governors football team right after this. Weeks away from Austin football kicking off its season, and Michael Treadwell and the Governor's getting ready to go after the o- the OVC title. D- disrespect a little bit, I think, in the uh, the preseason polls. How's the what's the locker room feeling like about that that pick in the preseason? Uh, I feel like, well, for me, I mean, we all we dig into that stuff. I mean, it kind of fuels the flame a little bit, if you say so. So why Austin P? Um. When I was getting recruited here, it always, it kind of always felt like home to me. Like even like the whole staff, and I even I talked to some of the guys here. And when I first came here, I knew I had to come here. Really, it was just that immediate. It was as like as soon as I stepped foot on campus, I was like, "This is home." What was it about the place and the people? Um, I just I like the team. Um, it just. It reminded me of how Powell is, where I'm from, and it, like the whole city of Clarksville just reminded me of home. The The journey from Powell to here, what what was it like? What's the recruitment process like these days? Uh, I mean, they usually, uh, you know, it starts with a few messages on Twitter, or if you go to like their camps, they'll talk to you after that. But really, I think it's just... I don't really know, honestly. I wasn't heavily recruited coming out of high school, so I couldn't say. From pal to here, is it is it a traditional path, you think, for you? Or was this – were you expecting college football, or were you surprised? Yeah, I, it's been my dream ever since I was a little kid. I always knew I wanted to play college football somewhere, and I just happened to end up here, and I love it here. I understand that you're a big gamer. What's in the rotation <laughs> right now? Uh, I play a lot of Warzone and Fortnite. Um, that's usually what I play. I'll, I'll play some other stuff on the side, but um, right now it's Warzone. We actually, uh, the whole team, we usually just host our own private lobbies and play it against each other, and it's honestly really fun. Who's the best? Me. Who's the worst? Uh, <laughs> I can't say. I can't do that to my homies. <laughs> So, this season, what what are the opportunities for this team? Um, you know, we just we always plan to go one and zero each week. That's our goal each week to win. But I mean, we obviously we we want to win the OVC championship again this year. But really, it's just to go one and zero each week and just compete. 
what are some some weaknesses or some threats maybe that you guys are having to shore up before the season gets going? Honestly, nothing that I know of. You you feel that strongly about this team being a complete team? Yes, sir. I do too. So it's good to hear that coming from inside the locker room as well. What did you learn in your first season here? Um. So in high school, I played left tackle. So really, I just had to learn how to play center, which is where I play at now. And you know, I was behind a guy like Jacob Coggle, and he's he's like the gold standard. He's an awesome leader on and off the field, and I just try to look, you know, follow in the footsteps of him. Making that move from the outside to the inside, I think people kind of run away with the idea that oh, it's just you're still blocking what's really the difference but what is really the difference because it's a whole different animal than being yeah. on the outside well for me at, at center now you you have to call out all the, the ids and you know you have to know what everybody's doing because if one guy's wrong then the whole offensive line's wrong but it's more knowing how to read the defense than it is just blocking somebody was that the biggest adjustment so far is just learning to read those different looks yeah like when I came here I had to learn that and I was just my head was just blown off because I just I've never seen anything like that coming because I was always a left tackle I never really had to worry about what a Mike linebacker or a Jack is doing or stuff like that you've had I mean obviously everybody had a lot of change over this last year what was the biggest adjustment for you as far as just the the personnel changes over there the weird covid year like it it's a it was a weird first year of college football for you yeah it was um it was really uh social distancing stuff like that and we had to like not really see anybody you couldn't really do stuff that you wanted to but we all understood just because we didn't want to get a situation where we couldn't play and honestly I'd have to, I would even have to bring up the going from left tackle to center again just because I never played center before in my life but as soon as I I started I picked up the ball it just felt like home you get to learn from guys like Bucky like Seth Johnson like Colby McKee what are you picking up from them just by watching them um, those dudes, man, they're they're workers. You know, they they bring it, they bring it all every single day that we're out there. Um, I mean, I can even name off five other guys who bring it, like Garrett Bell, Jacob Coggle. Those guys, they, I mean, older guys, they they bring it all every single day, and they're just relentless with how they work. When I know it's tough the the first year if you don't get on the field doing the work in the shadows, you know, get the spotlight. What was the most important thing you worked on? Was it building out your strength? Was it learning the, the different schemes along the line, learning the different uh, calls and everything, working at center? What was it that's going to improve you for your next four years that you spent the most time on? Um, I would have to say uh, just learning the schemes and learning the X's and O's at center. Um, that's really – what I try to be better at, considering I'm a six foot, 285 pound center, which is not really common in OVC, but so I just have to be smarter than everybody else to get a shot to play. What makes a successful college student athlete? Um, 
showing up early on time, um, always putting in the work, always being consistent with what you do, treating people right, stuff like that. Let's talk about your parents. What what kind of influence did Jennifer and Todd have on you? Um, so my mom, I can honestly say that, like, I get all of my, uh, and this is, like, nothing against my dad, but I just, she works, she's a nurse, and she works easily 50, 60 hours a week, and when she comes home, she's dog-tired, and I know that she just gave it her all that day, and she has to go and do it again tomorrow, but, um, my father actually, uh, He's uh, he's given me a lot of insight to life, and he's he's really wise with how he talks, and he gave me lots of great advice growing up. Michael, what is your favorite word? Um, my favorite word would probably would probably have to be if, um, relentlessness, because I feel like everything I do, I'm always working extremely hard at it. I always want to do the best I can. What is your least favorite word? Um can't I can't I really just I can't stand when people say that they can't do something because I know that if you try to if you put the work in you can do anything who or what inspires you my dad um he he shows me each and every day just what it is to be a warrior I mean he's always fighting through stuff and I just look up to him all the time what is the last book you read for fun? <laughs> um, it was probably a Dr. Seuss book to one of my nieces or nephews. Honestly, I I don't I don't typically read that much. I'm a big audiobook guy. That counts. What's the last audiobook you read? Um, or listened to, not read. What is a book that I read? It would have to be something in high school. I think it was uh, something by Shakespeare, though. What is your worst habit? Um, when I get bored, I eat a lot, and you know, I I love eating, but whenever you just get bored and you just eat, you just sometimes you just can't stop. What app on your phone gets the most use? Snapchat, easily. What is the most terrifying situation you've ever found yourself in? Um, there's this there's this place in the kind of middle Tennessee called Ozone Falls and we went swimming there one day and I was swimming and I I felt my body start slowing down and I have to say that was the first time I just truly panicked in my life. What is your idea of happiness? Um, I'd say my idea of happiness is just doing whatever you love, doing whatever makes you feel most comfortable in life. What is your idea of misery? Um... Being bound to something for the rest of your life, I'd have to say that for sure. What makes you self-conscious? Um, when you value the opinion of others more than you value your opinion of yourself. That is a deep one. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Um, I feel like a lot of times, like to, in today's world, you know, everybody's worried about what other people think of them rather than what they think of themselves, like how people dress or if I'm going to look cool in front of my friends and stuff like that. What is the most embarrassing song you love? <laughs> um, it would have to be uh, Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody. That, that, song is, that song is a banger. 
How would you prefer to die? Um, at peace. I feel like the way I, I would prefer to die is if I was just, I knew I left everything out there. If you were reincarnated, what would you like to come back as and why? Um, I'd have to say, snap, this is a good one, man. Um, I'd have to say a lion. Because they're never the strongest, fastest, or smartest animal in the savannah or jungle, but they're always the, the leader of it. What might prompt you to lie? Um, I mean, usually a lot of people... I would, I would definitely have to say it feels like something to do with my family or if I actually got caught doing something I really wasn't supposed to do. What makes you hopeful? Knowing that people can do better, knowing that they can change. What is our purpose in life? Um This is a this is a deep question, huh? Um They're not all softballs like what do you like about football? Yeah, no I I think you picked the right guy for this conversation, honestly. Um I'd say our our purpose in life is to do whatever we seek out to do. what We have to find our own purpose, I feel like. Whatever makes us happy. Regardless of who it is, what is one question you would ask our next guest? Um, uh, what is a good question? My gosh. Um, I want to say something like about the multi- our alternate realities real. Are alternate realities real or not? What do you think? I think yes. I think a lot of times when we have like deja vu and stuff like that, it's a different reality of us doing the same thing as we're doing. I feel like you're somebody who's got really into Loki over the last few weeks. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> me and my me and my roommates, uh, we we actually watched the whole thing. Yeah, we I I love the whole Marvel universe. I'm probably one of the biggest fans ever. I was going to say last week, but I can't remember the last time we did this. Anyway, last time we did this, Morgan Rutledge asked, what in your life would make you able to say that you made it? Um, knowing that my children's children's children will be financially stable. That's a good one. Well, how are you going to go about doing that? Uh... probably just set up funds all the time that I'd put in maybe twenty, thirty dollars, like a Roth IRA and stuff like that over the course of forty years it'll be worth something a lot more. You're a are you a business major? Special education major. Oh really? Yeah. Are you forgive me if I'm overstepping, but on your watch, was that the stock market? Uh yeah. It just um I, I love, you know, investing in the stock market. It's it's kind of like a hobby to me. It's um, it's just fun to see when you invest at one stock at $5, and a few weeks later it grows to $7. And whatever you make, you've made 40% of what you put in. Interesting. And you're just doing it as a hobby? 
I, I do it in, whenever I can. I, I like reading up on stuff about it. I'm I'm honestly huge into crypto. So stuff like that I, I just I love. Which crypto if one were to uh um be thinking about getting into it? Probably I wanna say Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> but uh one I, I love trading is Ethereum. I feel like it's really reliable. Okay. Well, I may may take you up on that. I don't have any money. I just had a baby. Um, I'm not a financial advisor, <laughs> by the way. So, <laughs> Well, thank you so much for sitting down with us today. Um, the last question I always have is, what's next for you? Um, to get my uh, special education degree and go back home and just coach and teach special education. Wow, you've already got it all mapped out. Yeah, I... I think I've kind of always known what I've wanted to do. Well, you're one up on me, and I'm a lot older than you are, and I'm still figuring it out. Uh, Michael Treadwell, thank you so much for coming in today, man. I really had a good time. Thank you so much for your your unending patience with our uh, other guest in here today. Big thanks to Michael Treadwell for coming on and giving us a few minutes out of his day as he and the governors prepare to make the OVC preseason predictions look so, 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 so wrong. Very wrong. Which they are. They're very wrong. In the other football. In the other football. As they call it, across the pond. Across uh, the pond. Austin P. Soccer schedule. It's uh, it's here. It's scheduled? It is scheduled, and it is it is there for all of you to uh, observe in its glorious nature. And and what's it looking like? Well, we're going to start on the road with uh, some matches at uh, Western and Kentucky and Lipscomb. And then Govs open up at home against Kansas State. That's right. The last time the Govs and the Wildcats got together on a football field didn't go Kansas State's way. Did not go very well for the Wildcats. Uh, so that's a big, big, big home opener. Uh, hosting a little tournament that weekend. Kansas State's in town. And then the Govs are going to play Miami of Ohio. On Sunday, North Alabama will be there, too. They'll play both teams on the opposite day of the Govs a little earlier in the day. Well, so good for them. Good for them, I Big say. weekend full of soccer. If you want to come out to Morgan Bros, excuse me, to Mo Brosso and watch some soccer, uh, we'll be there. <laughs> You're going <laughs> to try so hard. <laughs> we're, on, we're on year three of trying to make Mo Brosso a thing now. <laughs> <laughs> going to start tweeting it. <laughs> People are like, what, <laughs> what is Mo Brosso? What, what is that? Mo Brosso. Man, these these Nashville neighborhood names are starting to get really out there. <laughs> oh, after that little uh, t- home opening weekend tournament, too. A couple more road matches for the Govs. They wrap up non-conference play back at Mobroso against the Fighting Hawks of North Dakota. The old Fighting Hawks. The old Fighting Hawks. And then after what that, makes a hawk a Fighting Hawk as opposed to just a regular hawk? Well, I, f- I assume it's like some kind of uh, chicken fighting where you put the hawks in a little thing and make them fight to the death. I was thinking like maybe the hawk has a switchblade and a couple of tattoos under its eye or it stabs somebody in the joint. What does a fighting hawk fight? Does it fight other hawks? Does it fight like an eagle? Does it, it fight doesn't fight an eagle. Land I mean, it's fighting hawk. I guess it just fights. I guess it fights the jackrabbits of South Dakota State. Oh, boy. 
Actually, uh, I don't think that's a rivalry, is it? <laughs> I don't think so. I, think it's I don't think so, but you were so into it, I wanted to Sorry, sell it. I saw the rabbit, and I just had to sell it. Uh, after the old, the old fighting hawks come to town, the old, what are they, what are they pugil, a pugilist? They're the pugil, pugilistic hawks. Pugilists. Pugilistic. 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 The pugilist sounds like some instrument that was... People stopped playing around the Civil War. Like, why do we have the pugil? We have all this other stuff. Oh, after that one, OVC play, and then uh, you know that story. Oh, soccer team got a transfer today, too. That's good. Abby Nottingham coming to Clarksville by way of uh, South Alabama University. Which a, uh, two years there, she's transferring here. She's a defender, you know. Always love some help and some experience on that defensive end. Very important to have. Is it? I think so. You don't know anything about soccer. I know, know that you need help on it. De- I learned all my <laughs> soccer. Like I'm learning my soccer <laughs> along with Ted Lasso on Apple TV. <laughs> Me and Ted Lasso are learning soccer together. It, it's kind of emblematic of you. It feel feels like it kind, of, it kind d- of is. D- dumb American knows nothing about soccer. Picking it up on the fly. Yeah. No. That's. Yep, this all checks out. Since we last spoke, there have been additions and retentions to the old Austin P coaching staff. Uh, track and field, business as usual, Valerie Brown extended. T.J. Pride going to be elevated to associate head coach for the coming year. Well-deserved for both of them. Very excited to keep them in Clarksville and keep the strain a-rolling for what has become a, a very good track and field program. Yeah, pretty good one. Uh, men's golf, Michael Bussey will be sticking around as an assistant coach for the upcoming season. Pleased to keep him around the program for at least another year. And Shane Conlon. He's going to coach that baseball team. He's going to coach that baseball. What is he going to be coaching? I believe he is just assistant coach slash recruiting coordinator. I think he I think he was an outfielder. So I think that's probably his – I think he can do a little bit of everything from, from what it sounds like. Does that mean Remy's officially the hitting coach? Uh, no. I think that... <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I don't know what Remy's doing officially right now. So he's just, he's down there working. He's just down there being Remy. He's just grinding, man. Just grinding. Staying with the baseball program, former governor, now Blue Jay, Garrett Spain, drafted by Toronto in the 15th round. Good choice by the Blue Jays. Excellent choice by the Blue Jays. Gotta, gotta love... Having another Gov making the march towards the big leagues. Hopefully, Spain will have a better go of it with the, the Toronto org than predecessors Jared Karkoff and Reed Smith did. Yeah, they uh, our guys never made it. but Never quite got there. Listen, but Garrett Spain. I think he's got what it takes. Swing the old stick. He can swing. The old is tearing it up in that draft bat league, too. Yeah, I mean, he's going to get down. He's probably down in Florida right now, I believe. Uh Probably tearing it up down there. Oh, I'm sure Listen, he is. there's one thing Garrett Spain does. That's tearing it hit. up. He tears it up. Also tearing it up, tennis. Yeah. Boy, that's not the best segue you're ever going to hear. <laughs> tearing it up, those mild-mannered tennis people. <laughs> yeah, they're crazy. They're going yeah, wild. Get, getting after it. Oh, boy. ITA academic stuff, which is basically just like a – you can run that release pretty much every year. Yeah, copy and paste, set it for set it for this month yeah. every year. A- add one more year to it. I mean, they're, they're just – it, It's like a – I believe it's five straight – Five for the women, ac- three for I, the men. No, that's that's the um, – that is the uh, community service award. Ah, yes, yes. The uh, ITA all-team academic award is five straight for both the men's and the women's teams. Uh, it's community service, the women have won like – Three out of the last four years. The men have been honorable mentions three times in a row. I mean, wash, rinse, repeat. 
And if that's not enough, you got former Gov Fabian Schmidt, the Ohio Valley Conference's nomination for NCAA Woman of the Year. Yeah, that's a big one. That uh, is a big one. Quite an honor and uh, a well-deserved honor. I hope she hope she becomes a finalist here soon and. Great friend of the podcast, Fabian Schmidt. We can, I mean, we can, we can, we can honor her at the, when she comes back to get her ring here in the fall. As we should and as we will. Another governor making waves at the league and national level. This is one we don't get to say very often. Lieutenant Colonel Greg Lang. I've never met him. Head of the nicest, one of the gen- That's what you genuinely said. nicest people who's ever walked the face of the earth. Well, it sounds like I should beat him. He got the OVC's Thurston Banks Award uh, this year for basically being awesome. I think that I d- I've never Is really that the official award. Description? I've never really gotten the the official award description for the Thurston Banks Award, but just from the people I know who have won it in the past associated with Austin P, it's kind of like, hey, we didn't really know how to honor you for being awesome, but here you go, Thurston Banks Award, bam. Good for them. Good for them. Good for Lieutenant Colonel Lane, and well, well deserved for a great part of this campus community it is at this point you want you want to talk about the draft or the nba finals first let's talk about the finals first because they're uh, they're done and gone they're, they're final so i enjoyed the final i don't know i'll be honest i watched the uh last half of the second to last game and the last game and that was about it i kept i'm still not sure if i liked it i'm not sure if i had fun it was great having new blood in it I really liked not seeing some combination of the Lakers, the Warriors, the Heat. The Cavs. I was going to say whoever LeBron's playing for in a given season. Like, it was it was fun. It was nice seeing it, Milwaukee and Phoenix. Yeah, it was fun. They feel were fun. I feel bad for my guy Chris Paul. I don't feel bad for Chris Paul. I feel bad for DeAndre Ayton because I like DeAndre Ayton now. I like him a lot. I like Chris Paul. He's a, He seems like a fine guy. And the the, the NBA had to give him Scott Foster for that game. Well, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, the NBA, well, could, have, the NBA could have just as easily given Scott Foster his money to stay home and avoided any controversy with Chris Paul. Well, here's what I think they were banking on. I think they were banking, because they said this at the start of the series, don't they? I don't know. I just, because I know that the officials are announced every morning. I read this. Officials are announced at 9 a.m. the morning of the game every before every game. So, like, yesterday morning at 9 a.m. is when they announced that Scott Foster was the ref. Well, there's no way they announced it at 9 a.m. without him already being there. So, they already knew. I think they signed this long ago when they thought this series might swing in Phoenix's favor and they needed another game for Milwaukee to swing it to seven. Yeah, they were like, oh, we need Chris Paul to lose number six. We We got the answer for that. Yep. And then everything. 12 straight for Scott Foster against Chris Paul. I, he should be on the Milwaukee championship float. I think that it wouldn't have mattered who was refereeing that game. You're right. Because but Giannis just, decided to become God. It's a fun story. Fun storyline. It, it's it's an interesting narrative. One that was always destined to rear its ugly head during the playoffs. Giannis putting up a 50-piece and rolling in Chick-fil-A with Larry O'Brien the next morning asking for 50, 50 nuggets was a, was a flex. <laughs> Did you, I know you watched that video. He asked... If he can He's put, so polite. He is the nicest human being. He really, I love that his old tweets people are bringing up. He's like, just had my first sip of American red Kool-Aid. Very tasty. Uh, God bless America. <laughs> the smoothie one. The smoothie one cracked just me Just taste up. my first smoothie. 
God bless America. What was the other one he did? He had like it was oh, like there was a bunch of his them. first like corn dog or something. It was like his first fly. He's like, like I love America after eating his first corn dog. I mean, every time I have a corn dog, I'm like, you know what? We've got some flaws, but we nailed this. We, we got this one right. <laughs> no, yeah, happy for him. Very happy for uh, Giannis. You know, did the, you see the Pat Connaughton and uh, Bobby Portis interview? Where they were sitting there. Oh, sli- like, how much? How much champagne have you two have each of you consumed? And they, and they look, just, both looked down. They at both a looked down at the bottle. Then they kind of looked at each other, and then they both just busted out laughing. It was one of the funniest things I've seen on live TV in a long time. <laughs> the one, the one saving grace, I suppose, is not that I had a dog in the hunt either direction, but Phoenix not winning means campaign doesn't have a ring, which means Murray, Murray State doesn't have a ring. Doesn't get doesn't have anything to gloat about, and those monsters don't need anything. But now we talk about Terry Taylor. As people drop out of the draft and the selection list finalizes, I'm curious what other people are seeing because I really thought he would start creeping up into the back end of these top 100 draft boards, and he's not. And it just... He's getting a lot of workouts. He's getting a ton of workouts. I still hold out hope that somebody's going to take him, that somebody... Is going to have multiple second-round picks and be like, you know what, we're taking a flyer on this guy. Hope so. I hope so. When's the draft? Next uh, Thursday? Yeah, it's next Thursday. Seven days. Yeah. Get get it right, somebody. I think the Nets are a team that uh, they were here. They came to watch him. They uh, the He's net- working out there this week, right? The, the Nets have uh, basically no cap space, so they're going to need uh, cheap, talented players which, on a rookie minimum deal, Terry Taylor would probably qualify as cheap and talented. I would agree. Also, minimum. I, when I say minimum deal, people are like, oh, I bet he's making like eight seventy-five an hour. I think minimum deal for the NBA first-year players is like 525000 Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Yeah, you can, you can do way worse, and most people do. It's a good gig if you can get it. Be tall and extraordinarily talented at basketball if you ever get the opportunity. Might as well be left-handed, too. I might as well be left-handed, too. Ryan Combs, for your community service opportunities as we begin to head back into the new academic year. And why do I say Ryan and not our beloved Haley Meyer? Because Haley has unfortunately moved on from Austin P. And since I'm convinced that this is somehow all Combs' fault, he can now take over her duties. And also feel free to drop in on his office and yell at him till he cries. You did that today, didn't you? I haven't yet, but I am going to. Okay, just making sure. Yep. Oh, he cries enough watching the Reds, so don't, maybe don't maybe you, don't maybe you worry. It, I'm going to make Combs feel bad about himself. Maybe take it easy on him. He is a Reds fan, and he's had to watch this past week of baseball. I don't care. All right then. Oh, we didn't get to do a Manford minute. I don't even I don't even need a minute. I need no. one. I need one. Sen- I need one sentence. I need one sentence. He ruined the All Star game with those jerseys. That's all. We did that. We touched on that the last time. Oh yeah, but I actually watched it since then, and it looked as bad as I thought it would. Anyway, anyway, uh, you know what you should do uh, in between ranting about Rob Manfred? I mean, I'll probably feed a baby and try to keep probably it alive. Probably feed the baby. Other people that aren't feeding babies and ranting about Rob Manfred should uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And those are the only two things you could do. That's it. End of the list. Uh, you, sh- <laughs> you should follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go P or follow along on our official Facebook account called Austin P. Governors. Shout out to our friends. Uh, Eric and Robin for all of the uh, content they're providing on all of those platforms. And future shout out to Carter for all the stuff she's going to do too. 
Let's go P.com for dates, news, and stories. Casey and Cody Bush holding it down over there while I am on paternity leave. Uh, this podcast thing accepted, I guess. I don't know. I hope nobody gets me in trouble for that. Sorry. I wanted to do Could it. Did you get in trouble for that? Yeah, I'm not supposed to work. I don't really <laughs> I don't really call this work. work. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, technically, you're also fathering at the same time. Yeah, it's called multitasking, yeah, and, it's mean, the, and it's the American you've way. You've done a great job putting that child to sleep. Yeah, the child fell asleep, irrespective of me. Anyway, let's go p.com, dates, news, stories. There's stuff over there all the time, and it's going to get cranked back up here pretty quick. You know, what? Uh, when it does get cranked up, you know what you're going to need? Uh, I guess for let's go p.com, you're going to need a pretty secure web connection. That, but if you want to come watch the Govs in person, you're going to need a ticket. How do you get a ticket? Get in contact with our ticket guru, Johnny Mitchell. He's got all the information you can use to get in the game. And oh, if, uh, Johnny. If you'd like to watch the eventual OVC football champions at home this fall, sure. Sure you would. So dial up old two-ring John and uh, get in on that action. What was that? Nothing. Nothing. Definitely not. Uh, I really, definitely not disparaging our neighbors to the north. Two ring John for uh, your your ticket. You need tickets. You get you get old two ring John on the horn. I love that he, he changed. He changed Twitter. the Twitter. He's at two rings John fourteen or something like that. I love that he changed that. That's so funny. Listen, you call you call the old Austin P ticket office and Johnny Mitchell's picking up on that second ring. I guarantee it. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or directly on the website at letsgop.com slash podcast. Give us a rating review on the podcast. If you want to suggest a guest, let us know of a local on-campus event we should shout out. Ask me how I somehow put together a podcast script on 11 consecutive minutes of sleep. Tweet us. I'm at CWilson225. He's at C underscore Creek19. Shout out to JLo's dad. Shout out to Steve Willard. Shout out to Bud Jenkins. Shout out to all the nice folks in the NICU at St. Thomas Midtown in Nashville. Y'all the real MVPs. Love yourselves. Love each other. Talk to you in a couple of weeks. Goodbye. Smooth like butter, like a criminal undercover Don't pop like trouble, breaking into your heart like that Ooh. Cool shade, stunner, yeah, owe it all to my mother High like summer, yeah, making you sweat like that Break it down Ooh, when I look in the mirror, I'm not too hard to do I got the superstar glow, so ooh.